and we had a surprise wedding for our family at the house and we had the wedding, we got married, and then we decided to go to our local swinger club mm -hmm. afterwards because we had so many people in town. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 120. We're Finn and Emma, and today we have an interview with Locke and Trist. No. Trist and Locke. Thank you. <laughs> they are the hosts of the Live in the Sweet Life podcast. And actually, today is their one-year anniversary. Yeah, we were doing a little creeping on their show earlier and noticed that it was their one-year anniversary. So congratulations. Congratulations, you too. It's awesome. And they're doing really great stuff. They are actually doing like live Q&A type show that they uh, record off of YouTube. Yeah. So check them out. They're doing something a little different. And the interview today, super fun, super lighthearted, lots of laughs. They are uh, balls of energy. Yeah. And... We, it's a great one. It is. It's a lot of fun. So we hope you enjoy it. And thank you to them for joining us and for creating the work they do. Quick announcement. Uh, our Patreon next Q&A is actually tonight. And we just want to mention it quickly. Um, we're doing these monthly Q&As, video Q&As, where you can come on and ask us questions or ask the group questions, and then they turn into really great discussions. So if you're interested in that, we'd love to have you join us. We also have another announcement for our Patreon members. We're starting a women's group, and I will be leading this one with the help of a fellow patron, which I'm really excited about. We're going to be starting with video um, discussions once a month, and the first one will be in a few weeks. So if you are interested in that, also go check out our Patreon. And just to clarify, and this is something that we, we really try to be inclusive on, that it's a women's group, but it is open to anybody who identifies as a woman or as a female. Exactly. So please reach out if you have any questions. And if you're looking for community, uh, the monthly Q&A and the women's group are really great opportunities here to make some connections while we're locked down. Yeah. So we hope to see you. And for all of our existing patrons, thank you so much uh, for your ongoing support and for making these discussions amazing. You know who you all are. And thank you. You may be wondering, how do I find out more about this? Well, go to our website, normalizingnonmonogamy.com, and click on the button that's labeled Patreon, and you can go and see all of the details there. While you're there, you can also look at our resources page, see all of the other things we recommend. You can go to the uh, show notes for every single episode. You can see pictures of our guests. You can see resources of anything we talk about. For example, on today's episode, you can go and find all of the information about the Live in the Sweet Life podcast on their page. So please check all of that out while you're there and maybe shoot us an email, say hello, or drop us a voicemail, say hello. Mm -hmm. We'll send you one back. We will. We'll say hello. And finally, a quick programming note. You may have noticed at the end of last week that we mentioned this week was going to be an interview with Laura and David. And they actually reached out to us. And for some personal region reasons, we personal needed regions. <laughs> personal reasons. Personal reasons. We just needed to push back their interview for a little bit. So it will be coming out just in a few more weeks. So you get to hear Trist and Locke today instead. Absolutely. And it really wasn't their nether regions. That was a, <laughs> that was a, that was a bad that joke. That was a Finn joke. That was a perfect joke. Thank you. Uh, let's right. go listen. <laughs> well, tonight we have Lock and Trist with us. And you guys have your own show. And we're really excited to hear your story. And Yeah, we're going to take uh, 20 episodes and consolidate them down into... <laughs> An hour, <laughs> and and maybe we'll even maybe we'll even pull some secrets out of you guys that uh, no one's heard before. So maybe if you don't mind introducing yourselves, yes. we'd we'd love it. Sounds like fun. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for having us. Big fan of your work. Really appreciate all the good stuff you're putting out there. Oh, thank uh, you. You're doing, you're doing great work for the uh, non-monogamous culture <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, likewise, thank you, and thanks for coming on. And we're happy to be able to 
promote and help other yes. creators in the space. So we're happy to do it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm Locke and, um, and she is my beautiful wife, Trist. We are 38 years old. She's about a month older than me. It's I not even never like, let it's her less forget than it. 30 days. It's not even a whole month. And he says that he's like, you're my cougar, but no, mm-hmm. technically it's less than 30 days. I do the same thing. I, I'm less than six months older than he is. And he still does the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense to We me. got something in common, Finn. Yeah. We both like cougars. Cradle There's robbers. nothing wrong with That's that. That's right. Cradle robbers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I am Trist and we have a live feed podcast called Living a Sweet Life that we actually do a live chat on YouTube and we post the episode to also to our podcast on um, iTunes. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it's we were just talking a little bit before this on uh, you're brave to go live because we we haven't <laughs> we haven't taken that leap. And so we uh, we look up to you for that. So oh, thank <laughs> well done. You. Thank Thanks you. a lot. So maybe I don't know. Are you willing to take us back to the beginning of why? Well, why first you... off, like how long have you guys yeah. been together? And yeah, like Ben said, kind of where has your relationship gone? Okay, or come, so, or come from? Who should start the story? Me or you? Because you know we debate this all the time. Well, the one who got his heart broken should tell the story. Okay. So we started out twenty years ago in high school. Uh-huh. We were high school sweethearts in uh, senior year. Um, you know, she was Miss Popular. She was the uh, beautiful prom queen. I was just your regular Joe Blow. Oh, so <laughs> so uh, you know, she was. I was lucky enough to have her in my life, and uh, we dated through senior year. Uh, then we. Well, I we broke had... up with him and going to college. Yeah. So I wrote him a Dear John letter. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those, I'm going away to school. I don't think it's going to work out. I was the guy <laughs> in the situation, right? Like I broke up with him and had this whole thing. Like, I don't think it's going to work. I'm yeah. going to school and all that. She so we, wanted to sow her wild oats. In yeah, college. <laughs> I did. So we broke up, um, but we kept in touch with each other. And then... What 13, about 13, 13 years, years later, later. Um, we just met back up again. Of mm-hmm. course, at that point, we we're adults. Um, we both had uh, kids and then we decided to get back together. Yeah. And we've been together ever since. And yeah. we've been married for four years. Almost four years. September. Yeah, almost four years. But we've yeah. been back together since 2013. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations wow. on that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. It's pretty I cool mean, that you found each other again after 13 years. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did. And it wasn't without any like uh strife, let's just say. I mean, um I was in I was in an, uh, a relationship. I was engaged for a while. Uh that didn't work out and it was just around the same time where she was going through a divorce. Divorce, yeah. So yeah, So it was the perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just kind of commiserated and you know, let's try this thing again. Yeah. <laughs> now we've been back together for mm-hmm. almost 7 years and we have three kids three girls and yeah yeah no pets three no. from bushes girls. yeah we're busy <laughs> enough yeah. yeah yeah and we have a baby we just had a baby yeah uh she's oh my only gosh. a year old so yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. they have a, a wide range yeah. <laughs> well you have your hands full <laughs> yes definitely and then at what point did you decide like it sounds like maybe I'm just going to jump to a conclusion and say that mm-hmm. Trist hadn't sown all of the wild oats that she wanted to sow. <laughs> no, so did, it was his idea. It was right, his right. idea. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Throw me under the bus. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it was my idea. Actually, I got the idea from my younger brother. That's right. My younger brother was hipping me to the lifestyle game. He and his girlfriend at the time they went to a local uh swinger club and they would come back with all these crazy stories and this was just like the most adult thing it's so sexy it's hot and you know you get to watch people having sex it's just mind-blowing and you know I was single at the time and I couldn't find anyone that wanted to participate uh, but then when she and I got together I started telling her the stories and her response is just magical when I told her about this club what did you say so when we going? Yes. And that was it. <laughs> it was really that. I was like, so where are we going? I hear all these stories. I want to go see. Yes. <laughs> and I went ring shopping that following weekend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is how many years ago then? 
almost seven, seven lifestyle, uh-huh, yeah. almost seven years mm-hmm. ago. Lifestyle, so, yeah. so it was pretty, it was pretty much right out of the gate, right after you got back. to Yes. Uh, yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. He's quick yeah. on math. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So was there, was there any concern on either part of you? Like, so I could see, right. It sounds like Trist was like, hell yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. On your side, like, were you like, whoa, 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 hey, I, w- I wasn't expecting to be that gung-ho about it. Not at all. Man, I was waiting for the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started looking up places and different clubs to go to and yeah. what you had to do to get into the place. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we went. I mean, but we did do our research early we did. on. We, we actually started out listening to podcasts and we... Like I said, I had my younger brother to lean on, he and his wife, uh, to ask a lot of questions before we set foot in the place. But that still doesn't do anything for like the the sticker shock when you actually walk in. When you kinda, get there. Right. Yeah. When you when you're walking in the door for the first time, you're kind of nervous. Um and they give you that secret ID number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything is kind of clandestine, it's kind of cool, but um so what was that first experience like for two, the two of you? And more, more, more importantly, do you have to alternate nights with your brother to make sure you're not there at the same time? Not so anymore. We, he is on the West Coast. Yes. So, Thank yes. And, and <laughs> we used to. We, we used to have, uh, but we still do, though. We don't go to the same places at the same time. So okay, even resorts. if it's like resorts, resorts or anything like that, we never go to the same place at yeah. the same time. The only Good time point. we broke that rule was when uh, we got married at our house um, that we have now. And we had a surprise wedding for our family at the house. And we had the wedding, we got married, and then we decided to go to our local swinger club Mm -hmm. afterwards. Because we had so many people in town. Mm -hmm. So they were here, of course, as we got married. So that was the only time we broke that rule. So (laughs) the the wedding was a combination of friends, family and lifestyles and Mm -hmm. swingers. Yes. Yeah. And and the owner of the club was at our wedding too. So it was a big mix of people. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Emma. So (laughs) how was that first night? We'll, we'll jump forward Uh, in a minute, but (laughs) (laughs) the first night, you. the first night was scary Mm -hmm. because we went on anything everywhere. What is it called? Anything, anywhere. Yeah. Anything, anywhere. Where anything goes. Yes. At any part of the club, you know, you're liable to see, you know, sex at the bar mm-hmm. or someone receiving oral sex on the couch and the and the um, the dance floor. Yes. Anything. Anything. So anything. Anywhere. Right. Yeah. So we didn't know. We just picked the night. So we went, and um, there were single males there that night as well. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was frightening. It was like a deer in headlights. (laughs) We were locked arm in arm, like walking in the door, you know, and it was just very scary. Yeah. We just didn't know what to expect. You know, you, you have all these preconceived notions and that's something that we always try to tell people about. Like you, you're going to have these beliefs that you're, you're, that are all trumped up in your head, uh, thinking that, you know, the worst things are going to happen. Like when you walk through the door, someone's going to grab your woman or, or it's just going to be sex and bodies all over the yeah, floor. You're just going to be stepping over bodies of people, people, you know, but it's, that couldn't be further from the truth. It wasn't that at all. Wasn't that at all. And it took us a little while to kind of get comfortable, but it wasn't nearly as terrifying, terrifying as we thought it would be. Right. Had, had you laid out like ground rules for that first night, like tonight, it's just us. We're just here to watch. Or were you like, Hey, tonight mm-hmm. we're no rules, no holes barred. We're just, we're going for it. I wish I could say it was the sexier of the two choices, but it was definitely, we walked in there scared, scared. and we knew that it was just going to be us that <laughs> night. You know, yeah. we just wanted to see what it was going to be. We wanted to see what happens. And I mean, you know, my mind was still blown. I was still completely satisfied just seeing boobs you know it was just like my first time just like seeing boobs just walking around like they let you walk around like that it was amazing so yeah so after that that first night it sounds like you made it extra or you made more appearances at that club because then eventually the club owner you said was at your wedding yes (laughs) our first year we literally that first experience we went home and we started looking up other places to go to. Mm-hmm. And that first year we went to a lot of places. Yeah. We went to trapeze in Georgia. Uh, we drove there from where we are. It's nine hours driving. So we drove there and went 
to trapeze. We took friends down there mm-hmm. and went there too. I'm sorry to interrupt well, you. that wasn't the first year. We'll sorry to that. interrupt you, but she was asking how did we basically build that relationship with, with Vicky? Oh. We would go every single month. That's true. It was like after that first time, yeah, we did start planning out more trips and we did um, checking out more clubs up and down the East Coast. But we definitely made it a point to go back to that club every month. Like yeah. Once a month. We did go every once a month. And then it didn't hurt that we won the Halloween contest that first mm-hmm. year, too. <laughs> so you became yeah. you became little, uh, not little, but you came <laughs> celebrities within your your network pretty quickly. Kind of. We did, not really that. celebrities, but she we made a that. lot of friends. Yeah, um, yeah. So <laughs> it, it is funny because we just did an interview uh, with Vicky recently, and mm-hmm. she remembers the costumes that we were wearing. And that's almost seven years ago. Yeah. So we're like, wait, you remember what we were wearing when yeah. we won? She was like, yeah, we was a chip it down the show girl. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send you guys some pictures. Yes, we worry. definitely was. We went up there and shook our asses and we won a trip to Hito. Yeah. So it was nice. worth it. Wow, that is worth it. <laughs> so, so for people who are like, okay, we're going to go, or there's maybe people listening who are like, well, I've been going to the club for five years. And I still don't have any friends. Well, you guys mm-hmm. made a whole bunch of friends right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Maybe what is the what was your secret to pulling that off? That's a good question. You know, I wouldn't say that there was a secret. I'd say it was more just not being afraid to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You go through the door, your genuine self, um, and people kind of gravitate towards that. They see you just being you. Um, they see that you're having fun with each other. That's first and foremost. We never used each other to be a ticket to get in the door. I know I, I, I facetiously mentioned that earlier. She was my golden ticket. But in reality, people gravitated towards us because they saw how in love we were. Um, and they knew that coming into our circle, they were just joining in the fun. You know what I mean? Uh, I wasn't in there to go find other women. She wasn't in there to go find other men. We brought in just people. And not even just that, also, we we got lucky <laughs> in, 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 in some regard. Mm-hmm. We have really good host couples mm-hmm. um, that kind of introduced us to different people because they actually knew a lot of people. So when you go to this particular social club here um, that's in Maryland, it's called Taboo Social Club. When you go there, they have um, host couples. And they have these two at other places. But their host couples, their... They are like with you when you are new. They introduce you to people. They show you around throughout the night. They make sure you're okay. They, you know, take you and and make sure that you have a friend to talk to or to meet. So we got really lucky. We had really good host couples. And then from there, we just met so many people. Just kind of build your network. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I venture to guess, too, that you both are pretty extroverted as well. He thinks he's not, but he is. <laughs> I, I would say I am a social introvert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> so. beg to differ at times, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes a lot out of me, though, like mm-hmm. to go to the clubs and to go to um, uh, Desire or Hito and engage a group of people that you don't know and you're talking, you're trying to make people laugh and you're trying to be all gregarious and friendly and let people know that you're open and be a part of this. And it does, t- it zaps me. You know what I mean? It takes oh, yeah. a little bit out and I like to just afterwards go to the room and have a drink and just chill for a little bit and recharge. recharge can completely batteries. relate to that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have to tell myself like, we we kind of actually like when we go to the club together, we'll we'll talk together for like a good half hour and like psych each other up. Like, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go talk to some people, and then and then we do it, and then it doesn't go real well, and we have to like re- hey hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not all magic for us either. So. We've had good experiences we too. We That's just right. also have had bad experiences. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Same. everyone has had right. some bad experiences before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think maybe one thing, if if you're okay sharing too, right mm-hmm. along those same lines, that you, after that first night, it sounds like you guys left, and obviously you dove in more or less all the way. Mm-hmm. Along along that way, have there been some any like speed bumps or any hurdles you've had to overcome between either the two of you or individually uh, along the journey? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> when it comes to jealousy, I had a little spell of uh, jealousy early on. 
we didn't jump too deep into the uh, into the deep end early on. Uh, we started off with soft swap. Uh-huh. Um, we were yeah, very, very much so in the beginning. But then once we started working our way to soft swap, kind of um, girl play, then the guys kind of would get in with your partner and everything like that. But once we started to get into the full swap thing, that's where it was a it was a little bit heavy on me early. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I recall one time it was was it Christmas Eve? Was it the Christmas Eve time? I don't remember. I think it was Christmas Christmas Eve. I I remember the red and white stockings. (laughs) 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 So she had the red and white stockings. I do remember that. So it was uh, it was like around our our first time, like doing the full swap. And there was just like a miscommunication between the other guy and myself, where he mentioned like he he said that he got signals from Trist at another time, and I misheard it. And I thought that he was saying that he was chatting with her on the side, and yes. It was just a mental downward spiral of insecurity and just <laughs> fucked up in this. Yeah, <laughs> and I was sitting there inside. looking at him like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it was, it was bad. You know, I just got really, really insecure. I got really in my feelings about like everything. And, you know, of course you start asking your questions, is he bigger than me? And you just get really, really insecure. But we talked it out. Yeah, we had to take a pause during that session and say look all right and i'm just like okay i hear what you're saying but that's not what's going on but i need you to get it all out so we can talk this through yeah yeah and and then we had sex and she made it all better Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was it was all good yes but it was tough i mean and i can imagine for anybody the first time you see your partner having sex with another person it'll be a little jarring you know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it definitely if, can be. if you're not ready. Right. Right. If you're not really emotionally ready for that, it, it can it can set you back a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. We or found even if you to... think you are and then you realize it, yeah. that maybe maybe I thought I was and I'm not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, honestly, we've seen, too, where people have been doing you know, been full swap couples for for years and then they're still something can come up or there's an issue or there's just a trigger that you didn't know was there and Mm -hmm. it happens. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Not my proudest moment. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, but I mean, it seems like you guys worked through it fairly Mm -hmm. gracefully. And um, has that been mainly the only real hiccup hiccup that you've had? Uh, I think so. I mean, we've had some, some instances where, you know, the, I try to hit the gas a little too quickly. Yes. In certain situations. So he's the gas all the time and I'm the break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that says, go, go, go. We can do this. This is yes. this is going to be great. Let's have fun here. What are we and doing? And I'm the, the break say, yeah. wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> like, let's talk about and think this through a little bit more. And it, it works out because he's like, okay, you were right. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely gotten my hand slapped before. So. Yes. <laughs> So what's, I guess, maybe an example of that, because I think, again, that's mm-hmm. another common uh, dynamic that we see where, and it's not always the, the man who's the go, 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 but, mm-hmm. or the, it's, it can be either partner. Like, sure. How does that look? And, and how do you, either of you sort of handle that? It sounds like, Trist, you don't have too much trouble slapping them down a little bit on occasion. No, <laughs> no. not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what that looks like was, I can give a very specific example. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about? The house party? Yeah. The hotel party? Yeah. yeah. It was a She's hotel like, I know. party. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a hotel party back when we first got started. And I was pretty um, excited. I was very excitable. You know, I've learned to calm down now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but very excitable. Um, it was a new group. Uh, this is like our first time going to one of their events. Um, and it was again in the hotel room, hotel suite, and then they got around that that clock hour where they say, you know, everybody's let's start undressing, let's start setting the mood, and let's start having massages. And me, I turned into a walking, walking talking penis. penis. Yes, so I was very excited, and you know, here we go, boobs again, right? Never seen them before until now, so I'm very excited and. Um, and I and wanted to clarify, to Trish does have boobs. So it's she, not, yes, she does. I have boobs. Spectacular <laughs> boobs. They are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I was very excitable. And um, 
the once the massages started going around, I was ready to just like find out where we were going to go with with the play session. But my wife was like, "I'm not feeling it. Um, I don't I don't really care for what's happening here and this crowd. I'm not. You know, it was no shade to the crowd, but she just didn't have a connection with anyone. Right. Um, she wasn't feeling the connections that I was feeling, Mm-mm. and she let me hear about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I didn't get yelled at or anything, but it was, we ended up leaving the party uh, pretty early and we had to have a talk in the car. And again, we had to have a couple's time out. Yeah. It was a down boy. (laughs) Which is, which is really hard to do. I mean, if you're in the middle of stuff and you can see your partners Mm -hmm. really having a great time, it's, it's really hard to pull that, that Mm -hmm. ripcord and, and get out of there. So yeah. Props, props to you, Trist, for being able to do that. Cause I, yeah. we've heard from a lot of people and, and we've experienced Experience. it ourselves where it's you, mm-hmm. to just be like, no, no, I'm uh, I need to get out of here. That's not an easy thing to pull off. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've been better about that mm-hmm. as, I mean, that was really early on. So we've been really good about when we're like in situations, kind of talking that pre-talk mm-hmm. and knowing where, Kind of knowing what where each other is are. and what the expectations are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still the gas. He's still <laughs> that part hasn't changed a lot. It's yeah. just not on that level <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And actually, that leads to the next question I had too. Was where? What does your relationship look like now? Are you still primarily swingers? Have you tried different forms of non-monogamy? Or I guess what does that look like? That's a good question too. We are still primarily swingers. Yeah. Um, we're almost too busy to do anything else <laughs> with all the kids running around. Like we had, I don't know if we told you the, the whole gamut of the children. Like we have one kid about to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to get herself in college. Uh, then we have a middle schooler and then we have a baby. So, yes, you know, I'll take the swinger lifestyle right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we want to kind of dibble and dabble in kink. We're, we're learning that um, the kink community um, is something very exciting there. Yeah, We've, um, had an experience with a unicorn that kind of just broke us in a little bit. You know, um, we pulled out a flogger and she taught us some things, <laughs> taught me some shit about myself. Like I had no idea. I liked that shit. I had yes. no clue. So, um, I mean, otherwise, I mean, but I think that we're still, yes, swingers mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, um, not necessarily. No, no poly, no polyamory. Like no. We, we don't have like a dedicated couple, uh, but we did we have, have gotten caught up. Yeah. We, we definitely had a couple that we played with early on that we leaned on a lot uh, and they leaned on us a lot as like our favorites, I guess. And mm-hmm. it got to be where we had to look at each other and say, is this what we want is yeah. this the road that we want to go down yeah uh, because it, it was so familiar and it was it, it just it wasn't what we were looking for we love them dearly yeah i mean they're still really good friends of yeah. ours but we it's, it's something that we've learned from uh that we actually take on now is it it like had kind of shaped how we swing if you want to say it in that way we're very cautious we're very cautious mm-hmm. about our relationships that we build with mm-hmm. friends that we may play with and we kind of put a boundary uh, in between like how close that sexual relationship gets. Sorry. And we're always like very careful to, to ask, are you okay with this? Are you, are you good? Like, okay. If, if we hung out with you two and you brought in another couple to hang out with us and you said, no, it's, it's all fair game guys. We would definitely check in with you guys and say, are you sure we can talk to your friends? Is that okay? Like, we don't want to cross that boundary. We don't want any mixed feelings or confusion. So let me just explain. So you guys mentioned before, like when it was a time that we've gotten our hands slapped. Now this is a time we've gotten our hands slapped together, (laughs) (laughs) which is how we got here as, is as far as consent and all of that, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some, our really close friends kind of get into a tip of a jealous match because we played with some friends that they yeah. bought in. Yeah. So we got our hand slapped. So we've learned from that. Now, yeah. if people bring other friends, we say, is everybody good? Are <laughs> you sure you're okay with your friend playing with me? Right. <laughs> yeah. 
And in yeah. a way, you know, we still feel, we talk about this a lot with other uh, couples or friends that we might meet as neutral parties. Uh, we still feel like that was kind of an unfair judgment. We felt judged by our, our very close friends mm-hmm. because, you know, the expectation was there that we were all swingers and we're all going to hang out and party. But it was like a possessiveness that they felt over us that if we uh, were to have fun or, or intercourse or sex or whatever you want to call it with the friends that we crossed a, a boundary. A boundary. And a boundary we didn't even know was there. So, right. so the yeah. So that was one of the things that we, it kind of changed the way we yeah. just do things. Yeah. Um, yeah. going forward because we want to make sure that everybody's okay everybody's and, clear, good. and there's no miscommunication mm-hmm. about what that boundary is right right, right. <laughs> so we <laughs> yeah no but it also sounds too like the friends that you've made are not just friends that you have sex with right i mean if they if right. they come into your mm-hmm. wedding it sounds like these are these are friendships that are meaningful to you besides just the fact that you have sex together on occasion yeah. so many of them yes yeah. it's, it's so it, I, I dare to say that there are more f- people that we have not had sex with right. than, than the ones that we have, have yeah. uh, who are swingers and who are very close to us. Um, but we look at them all equally as just valuable people in our lives yeah. and we, that we would have never found without this lifestyle. Yeah. And we sure. found that lifestyle people are so open and uh, so giving and so friendly, not to say that vanilla people aren't, but um, you would think, I guess like an assumption that you would make is that people were kind of like would be possessive over their partner, but people are just so giving and so sharing and um, so supportive of your journey and Mm -hmm. any trouble that your relationship may be going through. We've seen all the ups and downs of people relationships Mm -hmm. and how their swinger friends just kind of mob in to lift you back up. You know what I mean? And it's, it's been exciting. It's been really rewarding to see, um, going through this journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it. It's amazing. Uh, are you guys out to p- other people in your lives, your family and friends? At least his brother. Well, your brother. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Just my yep. brother and sister-in-law, my two best friends, your best friend knows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My best friend actually helped me set up the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, and that's it. Yeah. Um, our parents and stuff, we, they don't know yeah, because they don't need to no know, parents. like, they don't know we have sex. I mean, yeah. we have a baby, so they know, <laughs> but they don't know. They don't want to hear about you it. just did it that one time. <laughs> yeah, one time. That's <laughs> like, um, the kids, no, they don't know, but the, the oldest, uh, she knows that we have a podcast mm-hmm. and the way that came out was kind of funny because um, we have our studio in the basement. And when we get loud, we, we, we start talking and cursing and, you know, the whole nine and it's the kitchen is right above us. And so one day uh, we had to just kind of break it to her because she has to babysit the kid, the babies. Um, and we said, you know what? Hey, we actually do a podcast. And she says, oh, I know <laughs> uh, you guys are loud. <laughs> You're like, oh, OK, well, sorry. As long as you don't know what the podcast what we're is. talking about. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So she hasn't come to you with questions at all? No. Nope. No, she hasn't. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now she's babysitting because we have a conference call. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a lie. Having, not, I, no. I was like having right. a built-in babysitter like that is pretty handy. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, hopefully she decides to do local college. And hang out. <laughs> Yeah. So I so you mentioned earlier that you guys have started exploring the kink side of things mm-hmm. and that that was new. And you said you discovered some things that you didn't know maybe that you were into at that point. Yeah. Are, mm-hmm. Is there anything else that either of you have discovered that like you didn't know about Ooh. seven years ago or that you've experienced Ooh. in the last couple of years that you haven't that you never thought you would get to experience? It's a good question. For me, it's actually watching her have sex. I didn't know that I was going to get that much enjoyment out of it. I knew that we wanted to have sex with other people. Um, and, but I didn't realize how much of a voyeur I am, uh, just by watching her perform as my own personal porn star, (laughs) watching the way she moves and controls the situation. She's a 
very dominant woman, if you can't tell. Uh, she will put goodness. me in my place. No, I'm a, I'm a soft <laughs> pussycat. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, for me, it would be actually, so I don't like watching porn. <laughs> That's not my thing. If watching right. porn, it doesn't do anything for me at all. But watching people have sex live is like mm-hmm. me watching porn. Like I have to see it in person, rather it being on the TV. I don't know if it's a mental block or what happens, but it's nothing that you can show me on TV yet to this day <laughs> that I'm just sitting there like, she just hasn't okay. found the right one yet. That's what he says. <laughs> We've been through this, and I, it, I don't get turned on. Challenge accepted. Right. But in person, <laughs> it's like a light switch. I immediately mm-hmm. like get turned on, and I'm ready to go. But I can't yeah. watch it on TV. And also sex toys. I mean, we've been through some interesting sex toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I am external more than internal. Tell what that means. So external, I, I enjoy external stimulations than I do internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, internal is not that great for me. So any type of vibrator that goes in doesn't really do that much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but external, I enjoy that yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's just... a really important thing to learn. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's right. I mean, she sat on top of a, uh, what's that thing called? Sibian? Sibian. Yes. Bingo. Did nothing. Mm-mm. I mean, the shit was shaking the floor like a like a tank was riding by. Did nothing. I was sitting Didn't there literally fun. like it is when is something supposed to happen? <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. There's nothing happening right now. Yep. So it's it's not a thing. And that was a big letdown for you because you was looking forward to it. I really was. I was looking forward to it. It did do nothing, nothing for yeah. me. But give her a wand and she's good to go. I'm good to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we well, just discovered the uh the Lilo. Oh yes, the Lilo. The Lilo. I just Sona got that recently. With the uh, the sucker, the clit sucker. So it oh, yeah. sucks and vibrates and has all these settings that I haven't yeah. figured all out yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. That's the yes, point, right? It works, right? <laughs> yeah, no. That's. I was just going to say one of the bonuses to that external is that you can use that in conjunction with a partner, and it works really well. Yes. Not uh-huh. that I've ever no. tried it, but I've, I've heard stories. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When we were talking about coming out and everything, and you talk about your wedding, mm-hmm. and you said you had your surprise wedding, and then you went to the club that night. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. did you handle that with family and such? Did like, you just wait till everyone to leave? <laughs> yeah, bye. Everybody got to go. It was like, you have, all have, have a good to night. leave now. Thank you for coming. Bye. We really appreciate it. Because I feel it. like that's hard, right? <laughs> It, it was it was, it it was tough. It was tough, but uh, we had a nice group of people who were dedicated to to cleaning up and mm-hmm. helping get rid of um, family members. And they just said, "Go ahead, you guys, get out of here, have a good time, and we'll lock your house up. Yep, You'll be we'll fine." I was like, "Okay, yep, <laughs> cool." So you just, had good wingmen then. <laughs> yes, yes, the best, the best. It was awesome. <sighs> yeah, that's, I think that's the first ever. Wedding night swing club story we've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, one of the first. Yeah, I mean we've heard nice. of people getting married at Desire, but I I feel ah. like that's this is like we had a wedding and then we went to the swingers club. Yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> yeah, for did. the wedding, we were very nervous about that because we weren't sure how it was going to go. Because literally, we had LS friends there with our regular family and friends Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like all right you guys know how to act right you know how to like dodge any type of weird question just figure it out so and they did a good job because Mm -hmm. our family was like who are all these attractive people because they all migrated to the same table somehow (laughs) they all sat together and they all knew each other or knew someone and they started talking so you have like this whole group of sexy Swingers people at one table at one table yeah, it was awesome and and then your family and friends are like who are these people yeah. i've never seen them before yep so they, <laughs> but they played it off and figured it out and mingled in like it was nothing yeah. was going on that's it wow well, well then you Sounds figured like it out friends, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome well so maybe two ish last questions mm-hmm. sure. one more two 
Oh yeah, one more. We'll go ahead. Three, oh, three-ish questions. You said you want to you want a trip to Hito. Did, have you been to the resorts? And what do you? I guess do you like that environment? Yes. Yeah, so yes. we just got back from Desire in November. Mm-hmm. Um, that was our first time back in Desire in a few years. Yep. We we haven't been in a while, and they did uh, remodel some upgrades and things mm-hmm. like that. So that was our first time back, and uh, we liked it. Yeah. So there's a difference. Everybody knows there's a big difference between Hito and Desire. And the difference is, is that Hito is more known for like party, 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 party all the time. And Desire, it, if you talk to people, it's known for more being like more chill, but they have better amenities mm-hmm. and so forth and things like that. So all those things are true, except recently. We yeah. also went to Jamaica in February for a wedding, which was in the grill. So, of course, it's our hotel was literally 10 minutes down the beach walk to the Tahito. Tahito. So we got a day pass Mm -hmm. and we went to Hito and it was, it was a whole different experience. It was like a club met. It was just like hanging out. There was no aerobics. It was just like, uh, damn it. We kind of missed the mark on this one. Yeah. No, no shade to Hito. We just caught him on the wrong day. So, and, and what we learned is that the times we went, cause we've been to Hito three times. That was our third. Twice. That yeah, was that was our third. third. Mm-hmm. We've been to Hito three times, but the two times we went, we always went at the same time with same the time same group. Mm-hmm. And that was with young swingers. Oh, we went yeah. The, mm-hmm. the first year by accident and had no idea, but it was a great time. And then the second year we went, we on purpose went with that group the second year. So when we went to Hito this time, we're expecting the exact same type of experience. And it wasn't. But it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But it was okay. So we just learned that it does matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we talked about this during our show. It matters who you go with, Mm -hmm. like what time you're going. Oh, yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. And I think that's something that we've, we've seen. And we've only been with one group. And that was to Desire. But we've heard from lots of other people that like, they've been with a group and they've been without a group and Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. knowing that there's a group of people there with some type of common understanding of what you're there for really helps. Even though like everyone's like, well, we're here at a sex club. We understand that. Right. But but like, there's a little more to it. There's another layer that kind of binds people together. And I think that that really takes it to a different level. Mm -hmm. It does. I definitely yeah. agree. However, we did get lucky when we went to Desire uh, in November. We uh-huh. just basically planned it around the baby. So right. our so, baby yeah. uh, turned a year old, yep. and this was my push gift for having a baby. We went to Desire, and it was about Veterans Day weekend. Yes. yes. Yep. It was around Veterans Day. We just basically planned it around the holiday after the baby turned a year. And we got lucky, and it was some hot people there. Mm-hmm. It was a good party. It was just a good mix. It was yeah. a good mix of people and very open, very mm-hmm. welcoming. Like I said, we got we got very lucky. It, it was awesome. Got some made some good friends, some people we that we're still in touch with, and hopefully we'll keep in touch with um, for the long term. It was great. Cool. So That's I awesome. think at, at both places, it just matters. The it's timing all about your timing yeah. when you're going and yeah. who's yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's perfect advice. And yeah, and that's not to say if you don't go with the group that you're going to have a shitty time. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> no, right, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, so maybe then leading us into how you to navigate maybe the safety aspect of this. That's something we'd love to talk about uh, with our guests to kind of let people know maybe if this is their first time that like it is a it is a huge component of this navigating this sexual safety and just yeah. physical safety is is key. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's for me, it's all about watching her cues. I mean, she's not one to bite her tongue. So for for anyone who feels that they might be a little timid or they might um, they might be sacrificing themselves, taking one for the team, as it were, <laughs> um, you, sh- you shouldn't feel that way. Like, hopefully you'll be able to find a way to to have comfort and be able to rely on your partner to, to say how you're really feeling in this situation that, you know, something doesn't feel right, or this person might be grabbing you inappropriately, you have to be able to voice your opinion on that. And again, I'm very lucky that Tris will not hesitate to tell me something or, Uh you know, uh, or pull me to pull me aside and say, you know, someone uh, is not making me happy. Yes. (laughs) We just say we have a a team meeting. Come here. Like, (laughs) Um, (laughs) let me talk to you about something. And, and, and we've had, 
um, situations where the females were being like very aggressive, mm-hmm. and we had to have a team huddle meeting with each other. And be like, so look, Let's this is away. how we're Let's about avoid. to get out of this yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as far as safe. Uh, safe sex practices. I mean, we always use protection. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we use protection on on toys. Yes, uh, she's very big on cleaning her toys. Like mm-hmm. right after, almost OCD. Yeah, I was <laughs> you know, like stop. running bare ass to the bathroom <laughs> to clean her toys. You know, <laughs> but but it, it's all about um, you know not bringing anything home. We want to just have mm-hmm. fun do what this is supposed to be. It's just enjoyment. It's po- you're making good friends. It's, it's an activity that we share together. It's no reason to take unnecessary risks. I mean, we're already taking some, but let's not, let's minimize the risk. Yeah. I, I always say that being in LS is like dating as in when you were right. single, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was single, if I'm, I would go get STD tests. I mm-hmm. would, you know, go get your HIV test and you right. have condoms and birth control, whatever you do is when I was single to protect myself, it's the same in the lifestyle. It doesn't change mm-hmm. that aspect because you're doing it with your partner. No, you're still doing it with other people. Yep. So you need to take those precautions. I yeah. agree. Yeah, that's awesome. And I would say, you're you're being generous in that you assume lots of other people are getting STI tests and doing that mm-hmm. in the single world, but it's fantastic to hear that you were and that you're continuing to. So mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for yeah. promoting it. We appreciate absolutely, it. absolutely. All right. So yeah, as you have heard, if you listen to the show, we love to ask people about bloopers. So do you have a fun blooper, or just maybe a funny instance <sighs> that you'd want to share? Sure, I got my funny blooper. You know my funny blooper. So embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, so we all have one. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at our uh, local lifestyle club, uh, Taboo, um, and in Taboo, you have one of the playrooms, and the playroom has like an elevated bed where you have to climb up like a small flight of stairs to get to the bed. It's just like a little small set of stairs. Like as soon as you open the door, um, you see the stairs in the bed. Uh, now we were young and adventurous, and we were going into this room and. Um, I felt like it was cool to go ahead and leave the door unlocked. Let's see if anybody comes in. Yeah, I like to show off a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So we left the door open to see if any spectators would come by. So Trista's up on the bed, and I believe I was uh, eating her out and just tasting her. And, you know, while my feet were kind of on the stairs, and then, you know, I worked my way up to start having sex with her. And then someone walks in the door and I don't know if they startled me, maybe, or just because maybe I had my socks on. I don't know. I <laughs> slipped down the stairs <laughs> and like bust my knee. I, I kind of <laughs> fell completely out of the pussy and, and almost like, went tumbling down you the gotta stairs. You got to get out. Yeah. You guys got to get out of here. Get out of here now. And I was just like totally embarrassed. I'm sure I turned beet red and... Uh, closed and locked the door. I don't. I don't know if my erection came back. I can't. Oh, he was like, "I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go." Terribly embarrassed. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough one. Not my proud. My other uh, saddest moment. That was funny. <laughs> but at least you could laugh about it. Yeah. Yes, definitely yes. laugh about it after I got some neosporin on my knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and a Band-Aid. I was good to go. Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to also give you guys a little bit of time here at the end to promote your show. Um, so oh, if you wow. want to talk a little bit about... Yeah. Where um, people can find it, how they yeah. can tune in, what they can expect. Sure, sure. Well, um, if you want to email us, anybody can email us at the sweet life podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on IG at the sweet life podcast. So you can follow us on Twitter at sweet life pod, and you can definitely check us out um, on our YouTube channel, living the sweet life podcast. Um, we whole, we host our show two times a month. Yes. Every two weeks, unless we're doing like a pre-recorded show in which we'll let everybody know uh, where we'll stream live and we'll open up the suite and we'll uh, engage with our followers or we call them our sweet talkers. Our sweet talkers. Yeah. And we'll uh, have the live chat and we're answering questions live. We thought it was great to be able to provide instant feedback to people who might have questions. So we always open the door. We'll throw out a topic and 
people can just ask questions about whatever and we'll do our best to answer them. If we can't, we'll email you or we'll uh, hit you up on uh, one of the social media platforms. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's cool that you found a, like a little bit different twist on it too. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. It's, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Keeps us on our toes. Keeps it us does. sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun when you get that question and you're like, I don't have a good answer, but you, you want to like, you want to play it off cool. So I'm sure that's never happened to you guys, but <laughs> definitely has, but that's when you lean on the other sweet talkers. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Does anyone want to come jump in here? Yeah. Like, that's yes. right. Does anybody know the answers to this? That's right. I know that's great. It's, it is about the community, right? And you can't be expected to have it all is. the answers. So fantastic. Right. And we'll, we'll make sure to put links to everything you just mentioned in the show notes. And yeah, people so they can find you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And, Thank uh, you guys so yeah. much. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, for coming on, sharing your story. And it was a, it was a blast. Yeah. No, thank you so much. Thank it you, guys. It has been a pleasure. Thanks a lot, guys. Oh, and we're back. I almost Ooh, said welcome back. Almost. You almost <laughs> messed it up. Thank you, Locke and Trist. Trist and Locke. I was going to say, I was going to correct you. I know. You can't correct me. That's my job. Uh-huh. Thank you for the laughs, for the fun times. We enjoyed chatting and we're excited that you reached out. So thank you for that. And go check out their show. It's a lot of fun. We've listened to a couple of them. So give them a listen. Yeah. Hop on the live Q&As and you can ask them a question directly. Yeah, we might even make a guest appearance at some point. We might. All right. What's happening next week? Next week, we have an interview with Aubrey and Jason. They have a website called meetthemavericks.com. Well, yeah, .com. Well, it could have been .org or (laughs) .xxx. That's true. (laughs) Meetthemavericks.com. Yeah, they are... Uh, amazing people and it's it's not even really a lifestyle blog it's a i mean they're just honestly out it's a there. life blog it's a life blog they're out there <laughs> living their best life they have basically come out fully and are just living unashamed and it's fantastic and we're excited to have them on and hear their story and share it with the world so between now and then go give it a read and i will say you won't be disappointed if you stumble across some of their pictures. <laughs> That's true. His, his abs are almost as good as mine. Yeah, so are hers. <laughs> as good as mine? And mine. And yours, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we know things are pretty crazy right now, and we just wanted to tell everyone thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for those of you who are still reaching out to us. We love hearing from you, and you can find us at normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Thank you for listening. We love you all. <laughs>